Okay, so we are in week two of this series in which we're talking about what lies beneath. And in this, we're talking about conflict. Uh, last week, we talked about uh, conflict with authority and just the way that that can feel. And it includes parents, but it's mostly teachers also. Just people that are have more power than you, that are above you, and how they treat you. And sometimes they treat you like garbage. Sometimes they're mean. Sometimes they don't deserve respect. However... Our job is to still show that, to still be who we're supposed to be, to still build on that so that when we have the authority someday, we've learned lessons in how to treat people and we can do better. And it, a lot of it is about just making sure you're not the problem. And that's kind of the key with a lot of conflict is making sure you're not the problem because you're never going to be able to ensure that no one else is a problem. Like you're not gonna, you're gonna have conflict no matter how hard you try. And beneath that conflict is usually something. Um, with authority. Sometimes it can be uh, jealousy from them or jealousy from you, or it can be anger. It can be something where, uh, unfortunately, a lot of people think, well, I struggled with this, so they should have to struggle. And that's a, a tough thing to feel, and there's nothing you can do about that, so you just can do your best and treat people with respect, treat people like you'd want to be treated. Um, this week, we're going to talk about uh, friends and conflict with friends, conflict with people that you're around all the time, uh, conflict with I guess not uh, somewhat siblings, but mostly friends, like people that you choose to be around, people that you care about. And so I'm going to start with Colossians chapter 3, verses 12 through 15. Uh, Since God chose you to be the holy people he loves, you must clothe yourselves with tenderhearted mercy, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. Remember the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. After all, clothe yourselves with love, which binds us all together in perfect harmony. <laughs> And let the peace that comes from Christ rule in your hearts. For as members of one body, you are called to live in peace and always be thankful. So this was written about the church, but it applies to friendship. Because when you have friends, uh, you know, you have different levels. You have best friends, people that you see all the time, that you talk to, that you trust more than anyone else. Uh, they're basically your family. Like, they, you care about them in the same way, sometimes even more. Uh, and then you have friends that are around sometimes, friends that you talk to, friends that you hang out with. Maybe you have a friend, hey, this is my friend that I'll play sports with. This is my friend that I'll play video games with. This is my friend that I'll go to the movies with. This is my friend that I'll talk to about stuff. Like, there's all kinds of different levels of friends. And the more you're around someone, and sometimes the closer you get, the more conflict there will be. And sometimes it's about big stuff. Sometimes it's about things like church, or sometimes it's about things um, like just personal beliefs that you have. Sometimes it's about sports teams, and it's kind of just not really like a legit conflict, but it's just you kind of blowing off steam. Sometimes you're mad at somebody else, and you take it out on your friend because you know that they'll understand. Sometimes they do the same to you. What this scripture says that applies to us is to make allowance for each other's faults. By that, I mean every single person here is imperfect. All of us screw up at some point. Every once in a while, all of us wake up on the wrong side of the bed, and we're grumpy, and we're kind of mean, and we're we say the wrong thing, we do the wrong thing, we think the wrong thing, and we kind of can cause conflict ourselves. And so we understand that. One of the things I talked about this morning in church is we always understand our motives. So uh, if I wake up and I'm just in a really bad mood because I didn't sleep well, and maybe there was a uh, green bean in my bed that, that kept me awake all night, and that's callback to a fable that most of you don't know. But anyway, I... Uh, and so... Yes, I know, but I didn't want to say that for obvious reasons. And so... Um, I, uh, I wake up and I'm just in a bad mood and I'm, I, everything's going wrong and things are hurting me and I, I have a hurt elbow and I'm burnt and all this stuff and I'm just in a really bad mood. And then I run into Rob and Rob's all happy because he's a big Michigan fan and he's like, he's wearing Ohio State to cover for it, but he's a big Michigan fan. And he's like, hey, we beat IU yesterday, didn't we? And like just really being smug about it, but in a friendly way, like just kind of what we do normally maybe. And I just like blow up at him. 
and I'm like, you know, maybe at the end of the moment, I'm just like, just shut up. It's, I, I don't want to talk, like, blah, 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 say mean things, all kinds of stuff. Uh, make fun of something about him that I'm not going to do, but just be really mean. And then later, maybe I'm like, hey, you know what? I had a really bad day. I'm sorry about that because I understand my motives. Now, if we flip that, and Rob is the one that wakes up in a bad mood, and he's the one uh, that just everything sucks about, and he comes to me and makes fun of me and hurts my feelings, often we're like, well, it doesn't matter if you have a bad day. You should be better. You should know better. And we have these different standards for ourselves versus others because we understand our own motives. And so with friends, we understand what we're thinking. We understand when we're joking. We understand when we're in a bad mood. We understand when something else is going on in our lives. We understand when we have problems. Uh, there's a phrase about tragedy and comedy is tragedy is when I stub my toe, like, because that hurts me. And I understand that hurts me. Comedy is when Austin falls in a hole. Like, that's funny because it's not me. And so it's like, we understand our motives. We understand what we're doing. We understand that we have faults. We understand where we come up short. But with other people, even though we know we're imperfect, sometimes we expect them to be above everything else, even if we're in a bad mood. And we can't do that. And so the first thing it says is make allowances for each other's faults. And that's something that goes into conflict. It doesn't mean you're never going to fight. It doesn't mean you're never going to argue. It doesn't mean you're going to uh, have just smooth sailing all the time. But it means that when you do argue, when you do have conflict, you're able to say, you know what, this is because of this. And you say it right away. And they're like, you know what, this is because of this. And you kind of talk it out and you think about it and you go through it instead of giving it to anger or whatever. And it goes on. Um, to forgive anyone who offends you. Uh, again, this is kind of with the perception we have for ourselves. We expect forgiveness from people when we mess up because we know that we're not really that person. We're not really that. It's just like, man, traffic was awful and school sucks and the teacher hates me and all of this is just going horrible. I've been a Bengals fan my whole life and it's just never getting any better. And all these things are, are just hurtful and on you. And so when you mess up, you're like, I need to be forgiven. Like, you owe me forgiveness. We're supposed to forgive each other. And we're not always quick to forgive other people. Um, and so this is like, hey, remember, if somebody offends you and they're not meaning to offend you especially, you forgive them right away. You talk to them. If they do mean to, then you tell them, especially if they're a close friend. You're like, hey, that offended me. And I know that in our society, kind of, we're moving away from being able to say that. And sometimes people say it too much, and it's kind of a weird mix. But if something legit hurts your feelings, it's not wrong to say, hey, this hurt my feelings. Not on social media, not on TikTok. Don't make like a dance out of it. Uh, but just like say to your friend, hey, this is why I reacted that way, because it hurt me, because this. And if they're your real friend, like if they actually care, they'll be able to say, hey, yeah, you know what? I didn't know that, and I'm sorry. And then be willing to forgive, be willing to learn about each other, um, especially with your best friends, but with any friend. And then it says, above all, clothe, clothe yourselves with love, which just means you're doing your best. And again, each week you're going to find that a lot of this comes down to you're doing your best. And it's easy to say, that's not fair. Because my friend over here, he's not a Christian, and he doesn't have to do his best. And that's short-sighted in thinking nobody else can be a good person. But it's also like we're called to be different. That's why we're Christians. Like, as Christians, we are called to be different. And so instead of thinking, well, that's unfair, uh, just be like, okay, well, I have all these other things, and I can show that there's a better way. I can show that I'm an example. I can show love even when I don't feel like it. And then work towards peace. This does not mean that if you have a fight and you're kind of, kind of upset with each other and you don't want to talk for a while, that's fine. But there's a difference between kind of taking some time apart and like spreading bad rumors about them or saying insulting things or doing all that stuff. If you do need that, be like, hey, you know what? Uh, I'm going to forgive you. 
but I just need a couple days, okay? I just need some time alone. I just need to be away. And explain, like, this is not necessarily just about you. Like, yeah, that was messed up or that hurt me or whatever, but I also just need some time to think and some time to, to figure out things, and then we'll talk and take some time, and that's cool because you let things cool. Um, let things cool down. The other thing with that is this does not apply in cases of abuse. Like sometimes you can have a friend who is your friend because they've always been your friend, but more and more as you get older, it's like, I don't know why this person is my friend other than the fact they always have been, and they're trying to get you to do bad things, and maybe they're mean to you, and over and over and over cruel to you. Uh, maybe they hit you all of the time, and it's not funny sometimes, and you're kind of wondering about it, and it goes from like boom on the shoulder to like over and over and over again. In cases of that, in cases of that, it's okay to cut them out of your life, but again, you're seeking peace. So you're not saying, I hate you and I'm never going to talk to you again and I'm going to tell everybody about you. You're saying, hey, I've grown out of this or this is not something we could do. Because sometimes in conflict, you just walk away, but you still have that peace where you're like, okay, you know, we're not going to be friends anymore, but I don't hate you. And like you move on and it's hard sometimes, especially if they've done something really bad and you don't necessarily have to say that to them. But cutting somebody out, cutting somebody off, does not mean that you talk bad about them. You're still being who you are. You're still doing your best. You just don't have them anymore. Going to the next scripture here, um, 1 Corinthians 15, 33 through 34. Uh, don't be fooled by those who say such things, for bad company corrupts good character. Think carefully about what is right and stop sinning. Uh, for to your shame, I say that some of you don't know God at all. So basically, this goes into what I just said. Sometimes there are people that we're friends with, even though we know we shouldn't be friends with. Maybe they're popular. Maybe they live next door to us. Uh, maybe we've just always known them, and we've always been their friends. And so every time there's a conflict, it's them being mean, or them being insulting, or them being angry, or them doing something. And you're always having to, to forgive them. You should always forgive them no matter what. But sometimes you have to recognize whether it's a good friendship or a bad friendship. And if you're hanging out with a lot of people who don't believe like you and they do a lot of stuff that you don't think is right and you're like, okay, I'm still not going to do this, but I'm going to hang out with them. If it gets to the point, like just for example, uh, if a, a cop gets involved because they decided drugs or they decided breaking in or they decided something and you're there and you're like, I didn't do anything, cop doesn't care. Like that's not how that works. So bad company sucks, like that corrupts. And also further than that, even if you think, I can be friends with them sometimes, like I can play video games with them and hang out, but I just won't do any of the bad stuff with them. Over time, you're going to feel that temptation grow. And maybe you can always stay away from it. Maybe you can always keep it uh, where it is, but most of the time, it's really easy to give in to that. And most of the time, you're like, oh, well, that does look fun. Or, oh, yeah, I guess I'm not doing anything else. And you talk yourself into it. And so it's better to just pay attention to who your actual friends are. And people say, adults say that all the time, but who your actual friends are. Like when you're yourself, who are the people that still like you, that still care about you? Because if you have to be someone else in order for somebody to like you, and I've said this a lot, that person does not actually like you. They only care about what they're getting out of it. So you should always be yourself. You should always be true to yourself. You should always stand up for yourself. And sometimes that means cutting off friendships. Sometimes the best way to solve conflict is to end the relationship. And again, we don't end that in a way where it's like we post it on Twitter or Instagram and we like make fun of them and we tell everybody how bad they are. We end it in a way where it's like this just isn't working and we're not going to be friends anymore. Uh, you know, Again, you can say it however you want, but the point is you're walking away, but you're walking away as who you are. You're not becoming who they are and you're not trying to shame them. You're not trying to shut them down. You're not trying to hurt them. You're just saying this is bad for me. I'm going to move on. 
Um, one of the things that annoys me, and this is going to go to the next one a little bit too, um, over and over again lately, and for the last 20 years is lately to me, but uh, people overuse the word toxic. And I've said this before, but by that I mean there are so many people who say, I'm cutting out everybody toxic. Now, if by that you mean people who are cruel to you, and people who are literally mean to you, and people who are abusive, and people who are literally in that definition, but a lot of the times people that say that, they're just cutting out people that disagree with them. And maybe they disagree with them nicely. Like maybe they're just saying, hey, you know what, Rob? I don't think it's good to kill puppies. And like that's not, I'm not judging him. I'm not saying mean things. But it's like, oh, nobody should tell me no. And like that's not toxic. So when I say if somebody is just constantly causing conflict, you should cut them out. I'm not saying if the conflict is just, they're saying, hey, you know, maybe you should rethink jumping off the roof. Like pay attention to whether they care about you or not. There's a big difference between toxic and, you know, wrong. Like, it's just, you have to figure that out on yourself. You have to figure out what's right. You have to continue to go forward, which goes to the last scripture here is Proverbs 27, 17. As iron sharpens iron, so a friend sharpens a friend. Um, sometimes friendships are just kind of there. Like, they're just friendships. You play sports, you watch sports, you talk about sports, and it doesn't really go deeper than that. There's nothing wrong with that. Like, that's fine. It's good to have friends that you can just kind of chill with. It's good to have friends that you can just kind of watch the game with. That's awesome. But as far as like your best friends go, like the people that are the closest to you, you should be helping to improve each other. I don't mean that you should take like Bible studies. I don't mean that you should take like a book about like the 10 ways to be successful. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that you should be honest about who you are and honest about who they are. And if they mess up, you should say, hey, you know what? That sucks. I'm here for you. But maybe next time think about this. And when they say that to you, you're like, hey, you know what? Because iron sharpens iron means that you're trying to make each other better. Again, I'm not saying actively be like, oh, we're going to make each other really awesome people or else. I'm saying like your friendship should bring something good out of you. And like I said, there's some friendships that it's just like hanging out. That's cool. I'm talking about your best friendships, like the people that you talk to, you trust, you're with all the time, uh, that you text when something bad happens. Like they should be helping to build you up, not tear you down. And you should be helping to build them up, not tear you down. And so sometimes conflict comes when you're giving a lot, like you're really building somebody up and you're really doing your best and you're really helping them and you're always there for them. And then they're there for you like one out of 10 times. Uh, and so again, sometimes you have to reevaluate your friendships. This does not mean that you say, hey, you need to be there for me every single time I need you, regardless of what's going on. I don't care if your house is on fire. I'm saying you have to be legit and say like, hey, I deserve as much friendship as you deserve. Like, let's just, are, are we friends or not? And I guess that's a weird conversation, especially for guys. I'm not saying have the conversation like that. I'm saying for yourself, realize why is this conflict continually happening? Is it because we're trying to like salvage a friendship that isn't really a friendship? Is it because I want to be somebody I'm not? Is it because they want to be somebody I'm not? Or is it because we just don't get it? And like, you just figure that out and you talk and you share. And so much of conflict comes down to that. It's trying to see things through the other person's eyes and then helping them to see things through your eyes and just being honest, like just being yourself. And I end with the same thing I said earlier. Anytime, whether it's a friendship or a relationship or anything, somebody wants you to be someone different in order to fit in with them. That is not something to keep. So just continue to build those friendships that matter. And the ones that don't, you know, figure it out. But for you, do your best to build peace. Do your best to be forgiving. Do your best to recognize things uh, that are faults in both of you. And just be yourself. And that's all I got.